0: So it looks like we got everybody on board up in this piece. And so I just want to say good, 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 Today is Monday, June 27th, and a very big happy birthday to everybody out there. They got a birthday today. I know somebody got a birthday, so hey, we want to just tell you, congratulations on being born this day. Ooh, wee. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. You were born on this day. glory. <laughs> It's not the happy birthday song, but I just do it. I do it. I do it my style. You were born on this day. Hallelujah. My name is Kathy Brocks and This is the LUTG radio show on LUTGradio.com. WKKP digital broadcasting. We're on a 102.4 FM on your dial. Let us thank God a radio. That's what it stands for. All righty. I got a little too familiar with y'all. I was just like, I was so excited that today was Monday and that I got on. And that everything is working. I'm just like so excited. I'ma stay happy even though my headphones just broke right before I came on. My headphones was just like, you know how something you try and put some on, you pull it apart to put it on, it comes apart in your hands. I'm like, oh man. Now I gotta go ghetto style. a tape. <laughs> no. One side got tape, and the other side I was like able to shove it back up in there. I was just like, oh shoot, broke another one. Dang. <laughs> uh, I normally don't break these things. It takes me a long, 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 long time. I had a pair of headphones for like five, six years. Not even a scratch, nothing. Cause you know I make sure the leather is oiled and everything, and not too oily, but you know conditioned and everything. So. I try not to put them in the cold air, nothing like that. And although my last apartment was super duper cold, uh, so sometimes I, you know, I put them back in the box or I throw a little towel over on top. That just I just like to keep my stuff warm. I just imagine my electronics need a little bit of warmth, so I put them back in the case so it stays a little bit warm <laughs> when it's cold in the apartment. Anyway, when you got one of those apartments that are cold. And I, you can't blame it on a super, because I, I ain't going to lie to you. I was in this place, and uh, didn't nobody really tell me how to how the heat work. And so I heard some going, doom, 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 And I started praying in tongues, and I rebuked that thing. <laughs> I was praying in tongues and rebuked it till somebody said, Hey, you, you know that's the heat, right? Trying to come on. I was like, "Oops!" <laughs> I rebuked it. It was so loud; it sounded like somebody was walking on the on the roof. <laughs> I was like, "Maybe y'all want to get that fixed." <laughs> oh man! Anyway, such. So t- <laughs> Today is... Uh, we're going to put on the whole armor of God. I hope y'all had a good weekend. I cannot... I You know what's a good weekend to me? I survive. I survive. I know that is... That's probably a terrible thing to say. But when you... <coughs> when you survive a weekend, you, you just be like, Yay. <laughs> I mean, like, you survive no arguments, no fighting, no... No misdelivered packages, you know, no anger bots. <laughs> I was watching these pastors and they say, be cheerful. The, the joy of the Lord is your strength. It is, right? And so they say, smile at the one you don't even like. <laughs> a cheese. You don't like them, but smile anyway. <laughs> How you doing? It's a wonderful day. How you doing? And I was like, for real. Like I know you got to be cordial and kind, but man, I was like, that's a lot. That's that's just a lot. But what they were saying is, I got to tell myself until I believe it, I don't like you. I don't like you because you did X, Y, Z. But I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I should forgive you. I'm. This is me forgiving you. (laughs) How you doing? (laughs) <laughs> get out of my house real soon how you doing <laughs> you know how you invite somebody over to dinner and then they bring, they bring somebody that you didn't invite that you didn't want to come and you're like you the host and you're going oh god when is dinner over <laughs> funny uh, I'm usually, I should say, I should say usually, but no. I'm the one that people don't want to invite to dinner. I ain't gonna even lie. Okay, so this is the reason why y'all. I'm telling on myself. So like, when people having those part, when people be having their parties and whatnot, they be drinking and smoking and doing weed and I ain't gonna say what other stuff, but you know, other stuff that I don't do, right? And so some, you know, if the music ain't no good then I'll probably be like outside like by the barbecue or whatnot, chilling out. Or if they got a library, I'll be like, I wanna find a book. Now the worst thing I can possibly do is go find some music on my cell phone and then put it a uh, change in music. Cause people hate it when you change their music. So I <laughs> I try not to change their music. But I've been known on occasion to change that music. Right, let's put this on <laughs> because <laughs> sometimes they they have on too much blues you know, I mean it's like it's supposed to be a part an upbeat thing why you got all this blues on i mean like 10 songs in a row blues come on brah can you like lift it up a little bit <laughs> but mostly because i don't smoke and i don't drink and um i don't like bud i don't like weed is that is that weird I don't. I don't like smoking weed. I don't smoke weed. I've never had weed. I know what it smelled like. I know what it looked like. What? Normal. I know what normal weed looked like, because people telling me stuff that oh this is weed and you threw it in the trash. Well, why'd you have it on the table? You had it on the table like it was garbage, so I treat it like it's garbage. That was a lot of weed. I was like, man, it looked like tobacco. It looked like you hollowed out a bunch of cigarettes. And so anyway, um. <laughs> I when I come through when it, you know when it's my family house I come through I clean that's what I do cause they clean when they come through they clean they and you know the rule is don't leave if you want it don't leave it out on the table like it's a mess you know package it up put it away put it in your room bada bing bada boom that's what your room is for <laughs> and so anyway. You run across all kinds of things. I be minding my own business, but I don't smoke. I don't drink, but I will change your music. And uh, if I really get bored, I'll 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 go find a book in your house to read. I'll try and find the cleanest one I can read, and then um and I'm I'm only doing it till my ride is ready to go. <laughs> I try and talk to people, but they be too high. Oh, what's up? What's up? yeah <laughs> you work over such and such right <laughs> <laughs> i am be like dude what the freak <laughs> so i'll be trying not to get a contact guy so i can't even hang out with them because they be down in you know in other places i'll be like look i can't come down here this place i, mean, I was like what if i get tested for a drug Drug tests, they'd be like, Yeah, it's in your system. Where was you at? We know you don't smoke. Uh I was at a friend's house. <laughs> so I don't get invited to the parties because I don't I don't do bud. I don't do bud and I don't do alcohol. And so I'm just I'm one of those people that if you if you got a table set up outside, I'll play some cards and I'll play some games, checkers and whatever game whatever other game they got out there. And I'll dance, you know, um, to a point and whatnot. And so I enjoy myself as much as I can. But when you have a party, always have something clean for the people that don't do the extra. Always have something clean for regular folks. (laughs) (sighs) I'm just talking and talking and talking. I'm so excited to be here today because I'll admit, I I was like, man, I'm so tired. I've been out for so long. I feel like it's nighttime already. And so, <laughs> I was like, maybe, I, maybe I'll just call in sick. <laughs> okay, we're going to put on the whole armor, of God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this day. Thank you, Lord God, for bringing everybody together to listen to the show, LUTG Radio, with me, Kathy Brox, on LUTJradio.com. I appreciate you, and I thank you, Lord God, that they'll receive the word, and they'll be blessed by it. Uh, Luke, go to Luke 24, 45. It says, then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Amen. Amen. Get on over to Ephesians chapter six. Ephesians chapter six says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to quench. <clears throat> pardon me. <clears throat> to quench all the fiery darts of the devil. I'm on verse twelve. All the fiery darts. For, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Uh Uh-oh. And I'm going to verse 13. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day And having done all to stand. I'm on verse 14. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth. And have on the breastplate of righteousness. And your feet shod. With the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all taking the shield of faith. Wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Uh, verse 18 Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Verse 24. Grace be with all them that love our Lord, Jesus Christ, in sincerity. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Don't you, isn't it strange when sometimes you hear, you see a word that reminds you of somebody, and then you get all the negative feedback Of their history, you just gotta block that off, just like chop it off. Like, nah, I ain't receiving that. Aww. Aww. <laughs> you gotta block it out. <laughs> numbers six twenty four through twenty seven. Get with me the numbers, 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 numbers. All right, it says, uh, "The Lord bless thee." And keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee. And be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee. And give thee peace. Now. Um, and then verse 27. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel. And I will bless them. Amen. Amen. Now for all you folks that got to go or whatnot, You covered right there. We're just going to go on with the rest of it. Um, and the next one up is uh, Psalms 91. But you know, if you got a skedaddle, you know maybe you got a meeting to go to, you you good, right? But for the rest of us, we'll hop on over to Psalms 91. Get our Psalms 91 on, boom, boom, boom. Amen. This was uh Psalms 91 was written by Moses. Don't ask me how I know. A pastor said it, and I was like, "Oh, for real?" And I forgot what passage um, they had used to indicate that he had wrote that because I thought he only wrote the first five, you know. Um So the which they call the Pentateuch. You no, know, Penti means five, and so I was like, "Oh, snap! He did go, Moses." Oh. Because this this rightly fits Moses. But it's about Jesus. I would say. It's about Jesus. But it's about him too. Because Moses and uh, God was tight. I would say. That this is Jesus. Who is a secret place. It says. uh, He that dwelleth in the secret place. Of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He should cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Praise the Lord. I'm on verse 9. Because thou has made the Lord, which is my refuge, <clears throat> even the most high, thy habitation. <clears throat> mm, habitation, there goes that word. That's like your dwelling place. That's like your, oh, mm-hmm. I cannot live without you. You are my thing. My thing. Glory to God. You know how you develop some bad habits, but you 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 have some good habits. You know, like, just go ahead and let the bad habits fall off and keep the good ones. Jesus is a good habit. Amen. Verse 10. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. <laughs> Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion, the uh, young, uh, hold on, I lost my place. Uh, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet because he hath set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. Verse fifteen He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, I will deliver him and honor him. Verse sixteen With long life oh with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Going over to Isaiah 54, Isaiah 54. You're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. And this is the LUTG Radio Show with me, Kathy Brocks, Uh 102.4 FM. Amen, amen, glory to God. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Amen, amen, glory to God. Isaiah 54, 13 says, And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. Glory to God. In righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear. And from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for my for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals. mm mm-hmm. In the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created thee waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy. Hallelujah. Holy. We put on the whole armor of God. Now, I was trolling. I shouldn't say trolling. I was searching through the internet over the weekend. And uh, I kept getting these pop-ups uh, from Twitter in my uh, phone. And it was like, yo, a journalist just got smacked by a cop. I'm like, what? A journalist got smacked by a cop. I'm like, what they do? So she was trying to take a picture of somebody, of a protester getting arrested. And she was a, she was a little cutie pie. And the guy that did it was a young guy, young cop. And uh he first bops in the head with his stick. You know those those battering stick? They call a bat they call it battering sticks, and they they're hard pieces of wood. So I think you can get them in metal, but I know them to be I remember them being hard pieces of wood. Cause my father had one. Cause he was a you know sheriff cop. And so um Anyway, you ain't you should never hit anybody in the head with those things, cause you could kill them. And uh, I, I guess he hit her. It must have hit her in the. I guess I guess it was in the back of the head. So the back of the head carries your eyes. The top of the head carries your um your sinuses, and um that's where you know your snot comes out. Your sinus fluid, and you also got to be careful because there's a little knot. I call it a knot. At the base of your neck so you have like your brain stem is right um it's like if you if you take the bottoms of your ears and go and just like circle back to the back of your head you will come uh close within like maybe two two and a half centimeters of your brain it's like you come i'll just say you'll come right to your brain stem and so um uh, what usually when people get knocked out they get hit in that area Uh, But your eyes are back there. That's the part that flips the pictures over so they'll be upright. And so you don't want to hit that area because that's a very sensitive area. I don't care how much hair you got on your head. That's a very sensitive area. You have the eyes back there and you have the brain stem back there. And another thing that you have, which is um, at the shoulder level, is you have, um, you ever seen um, a mannequin? You know the or bob a bobble head a bobble head is better, and it goes do the little head bobbles your head bobbles too when you, you know you can go left right front back, your head bobbles too, and if that I call it a bobble if that bobble get hit the wrong way, you could crack it, an old girl could you know you could be paralyzed, and so you you gotta be careful hitting people and so he he didn't have a cause to hit her he says well i told her to move but telling her to move is not a reason to pop her in the head there was not a lot of people there on the side where he was walking he could just said excuse me ma'am you need to move along you need to move along he didn't need to pop her in the head he really did not he could have just stood there for a second and she would have realized that he was there and he said, look, you need to move ahead, move forward, get get out the way. But he bopped in her head so much that she fell. he hit. He had to hit her hard because she had on gear and a camera. He hit her so hard. She fell down to the ground and was screaming, screaming because evidently he kept hitting her. I don't know if he kept hitting her, but I remember in the video she was screaming and she was screaming for help. Um. And she was rubbing her head and she was in pain. And he hit her again. And um, and then another one, she was walking across the street and a, uh, one of the cops pushed her and he pushed her into another cop and they called it battery. <laughs> they call it... <laughs> they basically said that she committed a crime because her body ran into the body of a police officer but she was pushed by a police officer <laughs> ain't that crazy so it's like it's like being on a playground and you got these guys that think it's funny to push around females i guess they were pushing around the guys too but they were really giving it to the females and and i I'll them. What this is what used to happen on the playground. I don't know y'all can tell me when y'all were growing up what it was like for when y'all was growing up. But when I was growing up, the reason why guys would surround girls was one: some guy gave her a reputation, and the guys wanted to, wanted to fill her up, and so pushing her around was an easy way to fill her up. You push her, pushing her, her back, and then her front falls towards somebody. He grabbing a grab her boobs, and then you push again and. Another guy, she fall back and he grab her butt. You get me? Push again. Another one grab her her vagina. And they push it and grab it on her, grabbing her stump. And she trying to get out of this thing. And you can't get away from them unless you know some kind of self-defense. They pushing it because you know, it's usually bigger guys. Um, And so when I saw that, I was like, man, that... That is just so wrong. I mean, if you like her, just ask her out on a date, really. But, you know, some people, they don't really want to date you. They just want to smash. That means having sex without consequences. They don't want to call you a girlfriend or anything like that. They don't even want to pay for you, pay as a prostitute. They just want to smash. So they don't want no responsibilities other than you a female, he's a male, let me get that because I'm a man that that's what that is smashing is let me just get that because I'm a man usually it's consensual but um and in this particular case it's not consensual when you're pushing people around and then you're accusing them of hurting you but you you the do you don't want doing the hurting and so I thought that was particularly gross to be honest with you I thought it was kind of gross And so, uh, then another one, another video they showed. And so this is one of those situations where you got to keep your joy. And so another video, uh, I saw, they showed this, uh, this male photographer, a blogger, and he was trying to cover, it was a bunch, it was a group of them. It was a bunch of, uh, they were trying to cover, uh, I guess the protests and the cops were, they saw, I guess they saw what they did, what those cops did to the women, And they would tick the freak off, and the cops were being especially, you know, unjust towards them. And so, one of the cops, the cops were lined up, you know, five in a row, and they tell him, "Move back, move back." And uh, you know, they 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 stood still. They didn't. They wasn't really going anywhere. He's like, "Well, you better not cross that line. You better not come any closer." And a guy goes, because the the cop was pointing a rifle at this guy's midsection now if, if anybody you know anything about rifles um when you pump them they are especially dangerous even if it's rubber bullets and being that close he was too close to fire that rifle to just you know be get a little bloop. whatever was in that rifle whether it was a real bullet or a rubber bullet Or whatever was in that rifle it would have done damage it would have done damage and the guy goes well what are you going to do are you going to shoot me with that because they they, the the guys wasn't even moving there was the cops that was coming close to them and so (laughs) and uh so the the guy goes and so the guy with the camera the citizen goes, oh, you have a Napoleon complex. Is that what it is? Because the guy was like maybe five feet. He goes, you have a Napoleon complex. Is that what it is? Napoleon? And so he taunting him, right? So he's like, oh, you gonna shoot me? Then go ahead, shoot me, Napoleon. And you know how guys get they they get to talking all about you. Get the they go all up in your drawers. And so but he was all up in his head. He wasn't in his he wasn't he was all up in his head, right? He ain't cuss at him. He was just in his head. And then one of the senior officers uh, came over here, and he he uh, he pulled the guy back, and he like, no, you're not gonna shoot him. That's a citizen. Don't shoot him. He ain't really doing her in wrong. He's just being rude. And so you know the guys, all the guys were saying stuff, and, and um, the senior officer said, you know, stop. He just told him, look, just stop. And so the senior officer got them over there, and you know, set them down, set the police officers down, like, look. And uh, the guy uh, kept came, came bring, brought the camera over and talked, Napoleon, Napoleon, Napoleon. Because legally, they can film whatever they want. But, I mean, when the cops ask you to move back, just move back. But they was upset because the police was beating up on the journalists and beating up on women and hitting them in the head with those battering uh, sticks. And, you know, basically telling them, we're going to shoot you. We're going to kill you. And so they were rightfully upset to hear a police officer that's supposed to be a peacemaker say, "I'm gonna kill you for standing in the street." And so it, the whole thing was a hot mess. It was a heated hot mess. And so you you got to remember the same laws that apply to citizens also apply to law enforcement. We learned that with George Foreman, uh, uh, not George Foreman, George Floyd. We learned that with George Floyd, um, when he got a knee to the neck and basically died. I, 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 I shouldn't say it. It was a knee to the neck, knee to the back. To me, it looked like it was a knee to the neck. That's why I say it was a knee to the neck because he kept saying, I can't breathe. And to me, it looked like it was a knee to the neck. Um, but I will just say he, he's, he was restrained. That's what we'll just say. We'll say George Floyd was restrained excessively. He was excessively restrained and, uh, he ended up losing his life. And, uh, and so anyway, uh, we learned through that, that, you know, yes, the law does apply to police officers and that particular police officer, who oh, I'm not really going to mention, uh he's in jail right now and um his uh fellow officers that assisted in restraining him um they i, I think they're in jail as well i think they had their trial and i think they're in jail as well um and that that was a senior officer so when you're a senior on when you are the senior person um on duty now i'm not a police officer but um I've been in situations where you had to, you know, calm things down. You got to remain calm, even if you don't like the situation. You don't like the people. You understand why everybody angry. You can't get angry, too, because somebody got to be the piece of calm. So when that officer came out and he's like, yo, y'all just move back. He told his police officers, move back. I don't want no guns going off. I'm assuming he said, I want no guns going off because he lowered the, he told the guys, he tapped, he lowered, I think he lowered the guy's gun and then he tapped him and he said, look, y'all, come on, let's go. He got in between um, the the blogger and the journalist and the police, the uh, police officer. He's like, look, just go, go sit down, go take a breather, go take a rest, calm down. I'm assuming that's what he said because they, they turned and they went, you know, the other way. And so... Um, I don't know if that particular blogger got arrested because he went into a circle. <laughs> that was crazy. I was, <laughs> that was crazy. I don't know if he got arrested or if he got, you know, if they, you know, got up in his face and told him, look, you're going too far. But um, like I said, they were they were hitting females in the head. They, they hit one female in the head and they and they pushed on another one and arrested her. But they later they later let her go once it was, I guess they must have revealed it to one of the supervisors that uh, we got it on tape that those cops pushed her. That one cop pushed her into another cop and then they arrested her. And when people do that, I, I ain't going to lie to you. Um, there's always something nefarious that's going to happen next. There's always something bad that's going to happen next. And so they released her. And when they released her, that stopped everything. Because, um, when that happens, one, you got a lot of fear and tension from the person that's arrested because they like, I didn't do anything, but yet I'm arrested. What are y'all about to do? Are y'all about to kill me or y'all about to rape me? Since this was a female, her, her understanding and her logical understanding would be, I'm about to be assaulted because they don't necessarily have to take you to the police station right away. And if they if they do assault her, they can simply say, we know where you live. If you say anything, we're going to come back and finish the job. Has that happened before? Yes. That did not happen this time. But has that happened before? Yes. That kind of stuff does happen. And so while while people are trying to trust the police, y'all got to act right y'all got to act right because remember we are your eyes we protect you industry it's more of us there's more citizens than there are police and so like for example um in chicago the police some of the some a lot of times the police will, they would come to church and they would pray with us and get to know us and um they would come and walk through the block you know say hey how's it going and they would talk to you because they already knew and they would tell us look you are eyes on the street and y'all are ones that are protecting us. We're here to protect y'all, but y'all protect us equally. And so they knew to be kind to people. They know which ones were doing bad and which ones wasn't doing bad. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what you got to learn to discern who's the bad guy and who's not the bad guy. Because the one that's not the bad guy, that's the one that's going to have your back. The one that ain't trying to shoot you, that's the one that's going to have your back. That's the ones, if you get hurt, that's the one that's going to call for help for you. But I guarantee you, if you mistreat the citizens, if you get hurt, you on your own, bro. You on your own. Why? Because vindictiveness. That's why. Vindictiveness. And so you got to be careful to treat people well. Treat the people that you're covering Treat those citizens well because those are the ones that will protect you. Those are the ones that will make an anonymous call and say, hey, I just saw a cop. He got shot. Uh, Send him some help. Now, they want to help you, but at the same time, they don't want the people that shot you to know that they are helping you. But they will go out of their way to help you. Or they'll be like, yo, this cop just got hit or how he got hit. Whatever it was, whatever it is, they will try and help you. But if you mistreat them, they'll act like it never happened. They're like, what? They could be standing right next to you and act like it never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. What happened? What? Oh, who that down there? Oh, that's a cop. Wait, ain't that the one that was beating up on some- What? Yeah, whatever. Kid you not. You got to treat people the way you want to be treated. That's just a, that's just how it is, no matter if you're in a big city or a small city. You got to be kind to people, be nice to people. Because if you don't, they're not going to help you. You feel me? And so that, I mean, that's what I, I try and uh, I try and be kind to, you know, law enforcement. And, and just, you know, just give them, give them space. I give them space. I try and set them at ease. Because I know they're dealing with a lot. I know they got a lot on their plate. A lot of things they got to handle. And I know they got a high-stress job. And I know they're a target. But, you know, as much as I can, I just try and remember. I try and say, you know, hey, remember, you do the, the one that's supposed to be, you know, holding down the piece. You know, just relax. We got you. You know what I'm saying? We got you. You know, but for the dude that hit that lady in the head, pfft, man, you one of the people we be talking about. You one of the people we be talking about, you mistreating people, hitting them in the head, knocking them to the ground, taking another one and arresting her illegally, pushing on them. You the one that people will forget about. So we forgive you. Well, you know, we forgive you for right now because you're young, but you got to do better. You got to do better. Because the community patrol, they will forget you. They will absolutely forget you. Officer so-and-so. Who is that? Who is that? You could patrol the beat every day. And when you mean and nasty, they forget you. They forget you. They don't even know your name. They can't even tell you the color of your eyes or the color of your hair. They don't even want to be bothered. At all. So you got to be kind to people. You got to be nice. Like you nice to your mom and your dad. Hopefully you are. Or you like you nice to your girl. You got to be sweet like that. But at the same time, you know, you hold back and you get the information you need. But you be kind to people like they're your neighbors. Because when you walk in a beat or driving a beat, those are your neighbors. Those are your partners, your citizens that you're patrolling. Those are your partners. Those are the ones that's going to be there for you. Those are the ones that are looking out for you. You don't always know they looking out for you but they looking out for you. You can't mistreat them. You can't mistreat them. And especially the press, you can't mistreat the press. You can't cuz they they capture everything on video, audio, eyewitnesses. You can't do that. You 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 just can't. That's just it's wrong. And it's not manly. It's not it's not manly. All right? So beating up on women that just make us all go, oh, that's not very manly you you already twice her strength, and you taller than her as a man you twice her strength already, and she's short like five foot something, and you towering over her that that's that's not cool, that's not manly that's just that's just disgusting, beating and hitting her in the head and knocking her to the ground that's just that's wrong, man. It's just wrong. Anyway. So if y'all out there and you want to become a police officer, I want you to remember that. Mind your P's and Q's. Remember what your grandma said. Common courtesy goes a long way. The stuff I'm telling you, all it is is common courtesy. That's it. That's all it is. Just a little common courtesy. Common courtesy will save your life. It truly will. It will save your life. Common courtesy. Courtesy. Ask some of those senior officers. How many people have helped them? Common courtesy. People they just being unkind to. Sometimes it's the citizens, those local citizens, that got your back. It's those local citizens you patrolling. They got your back. When you need help and you can't get to, you can't get to your radio or whatever. It's them that's gonna help you. It's them that's gonna call that in. It's them. So you can't be you can't be shady towards people. Common courtesy. I ain't mean, even mean to make the show about that, but it was just tripping me out. You know, he, seeing a cop and seeing a dude, this dude towering over this little lady, hitting in the head and knocking her to the ground and pushing on another one. I'm like, what is? that ain't that ain't cop that ain't police officer that ain't respectful so anyway and then the other one threatening to shoot a journalist i'm like man what is going on so we you know citizens want to respect police officers but you know you got to give it too you want love you got to give love You won't love, you got to give love. And for the the few officers that do the bad things, you mess it up for the rest of them that are doing the right thing. Because it's never you that usually gets hurt. It's always the good guys that are getting hurt. And that really ticks people off. That it's the good guys that are getting hurt. And the bad guys are just living their life. So we're just asking y'all to be kind. We're asking y'all to just change your ways and don't be hitting people in the head. I mean, you don't hit people without a cause. And telling her to move along is not a cause. They hit somebody in the head with a battery, or a battering stick. You don't hit somebody in the head with a battering stick. You know that thing is meant to do damage. Anyway. If y'all don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, now is the perfect time. Now is the time to give God your heart. Now is the time to say yes to the Lord. Remember in John 3, 16 and 17. By the way, you're listening to com. <coughs> pardon me. WKKP, digital broadcasting. And John 3, 16. In 17, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That includes police officers. Salvation is for you. Now, I forgive you for what I saw you do. And I pray that others will forgive you as well. But if you don't know Jesus, you need Jesus. If y'all want to get saved, whether you're a police officer or not, whether you're backsliding, you want to come back to Jesus, we can do this. Repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was. From this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You just got saved. Congratulations. Woohoo! all right all right all right now what do you now that you say uh what do you do you take authority over your um over your body your body is a temple of the holy spirit your body is yours and you got to take care of it and so sickness has no right to be in your body so rebuke any sickness that's in your body and uh tell your body to receive its healing Say, sickness, I rebuke you if you know the name of it. Um, if you don't, or if you just feel a pain, you can say, pain, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I receive, I receive my healing. I don't accept this. Uh, I don't accept sickness. I don't accept, you know, any pain in my body. And I receive healing to my body. That does not mean that you don't go to the doctor. I'm not advocating that you don't go to the doctor. Because you do got to find out the name of whatever it is. Because that's the name of the devil. So if you have heart trouble, yep. If you have uh, some form of cancer, that's the name of that thing. You rebuke it in the name of Jesus. You like Kathy, are you advocating not taking medicine? Sure not. But if you don't have to take it, why? Oh, shoot. Mm Mm-mm. And so, um yeah, ain't nothing wrong with getting your checkup. Go get a checkup every year. Go get one every six months. Amen. I'm not saying that you should be looking for sicknesses, but, you know, just get your little checkup to make sure everything is good. Everything is uh, healthy and every, everything in your body. Amen. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's a, That's a good thing to do. It's also good for your insurance. And so, um, so ain't nothing wrong with going to the doctor. You know, they got to be saved too. Somebody got to witness to them. Might as well be you. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> uh, um, take the 10 week foundation course. It's free. And so uh, on Radio.com. And then, you know, just, uh, read your Bible every day. Start off with the book of John chapter one. Don't miss Remember, uh, Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Oh, start off with the book of John for the uh, Bible reading. Um, and uh, and uh, remember, I'm not advocating that you don't go to the hospital or go see your physician or whatnot. Go. That way you can find out what's going on. Doctors are a resource. All right? Doctors are a resource. And so you can believe for your healing. I told you the story about this guy, this Christian guy. He um, he was a diabetic. He had high blood pressure. He had vision problems. He I mean he was just a ticking hot mess. His doctor and, and he was overweight. So he was overweight. Had high blood pressure, diabetes, had vision problems and um, migraines, and he was just a hot mess. And so he said. He's like, I wanted to live, but the doctor was telling me you died. And so, and so he says, guess what I did? I said, well, what did you do? He said, I started walking every day. And as I was walking, I would uh, pray. I would pray. I would listen to scriptures. I would say scriptures out loud. But every day I would walk and I would pray. I would walk and I would pray. He's be even He was like, you know, when I first started out, I couldn't walk that far. But he's like, I walked a block, came back. Then, you know, he's like, then I tried to walk like a block and a half. Came back. Because a block and then coming back is two blocks. And so a block and a half and coming back is three blocks. And so he kept going till he was able to walk a whole mile. Out and come back, and then he started walking a little bit further. And he noticed that he was losing weight. And he went to the doctor, and doctor said, "Well, what are you doing? Because you know you're getting better. The diabetes is getting better. The blood pressure is getting better. You know, he's like everything is getting better." The guy ended up uh, losing, I think, about eighty pounds. And then he ran a marathon. I don't know why people do that, but they do. After they get their good shape in, they go run a marathon. They're like, And so they go run a marathon and he ran a a 26 mile marathon and completed it. And so I I say that to say is that, um, if you are going through some kind of, uh, physical, uh, trauma in your body or, or sickness or disease, don't think that you can't get healed because today he does not have diabetes. He does not have high blood pressure. His vision is better. Uh, and, every, and, and the asthma, I forgot to say he had asthma. The asthma is better. Uh, just everything, his whole health, he's like, he just did a 180. It's like he had all these illnesses and all these sicknesses, and he started taking care of his body, and boom, just better. How long did it take him to do that? It took him a while. I think like a year or so. But it, he kept going every day. Because imagine if he didn't do anything. He might have been dead in a year if he didn't do anything. But instead, he took that time and decided to flip it on its head and just started doing a little bit at a time. A little bit at a time. And I was like, that is great. That is absolutely great. And so, anyway, I just thought I would share that with you. Um, you're listening to lutgerado.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. My name is Kathy Brocks, Um And don't forget... You, Um, there's lots of exercise programs. Uh, you may even find some at your local churches, um, exercise, um, companies out here and whatnot, coaches and stuff. And so, you know, or you can just find a video or, or ask your doctor, even your doctors will help you with it. They'll give you like a dietician. Uh, they'll give you, um, if you, if your insurance covers it, I think they'll even give you like some kind of training coach or something like that. Like if you need part, like if you need your knees strengthened, they'll help you with that. Um, but one guy, I heard this one guy, I think was, I think it was Dick Gregory. He said, the lady told, because he told the lady, he said, um, me and my wife are 70, in our 70s, and we don't have a prescription between the two of us. They don't take no pills. He says, we walk every day, we drink water, and um, I think he said they eat they eat vegetables. They eat right. So they eat right. They drink water and they walk. And so the lady came up to him and said, well, my knee hurt uh, when I walk. He said, well, you walk to go get a lottery ticket. So, he <laughs> go. You know, your knee be hurting when you walk to go get a lottery ticket. Go ahead and walk up the block. <laughs> get you some exercise. Walk up the block. And so, uh, I just say all that to say is take care of your body, do something for you. Don't overdo it the first time out or the second time out, you know, do it in moderation because you're trying to build up a, uh, a, a continuous, uh, a habit and habitation. You're trying to build up a habit of exercising. So, all right, y'all take it easy. Uh, this is Kathy Brox and, uh, oh, if you're able to give, give, uh, if not cool, you can pray. And you can do all that on L U T G dot com. Oh, when you pray, just pray the Lord. You you know, let the Lord lead you. But I always say pray the Lord's prayer for me. Because it got it, got, it got it got everything in it. Um and you can also pray Revelations five twelve. Amen. <laughs> and so, um Revelations five twelve is uh is uh the good stuff that God has for us. It says, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessings. Everything that Jesus, this is about Jesus. Everything Jesus received, we receive. So you can pray Revelations 5.12 for me. Praise the Lord. Amen. (laughs) To God be all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. I thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you all for listening to the show. Thank you for listening to me every morning. And um, I want you to go in peace. Keep your peace today and smile and be happy. Remember the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And uh, the memory of the righteous is blessed. So you can remember not to be mean and nasty to people. You remember to be kind and full of joy and um just enjoy yourself no matter what job you're doing today enjoy yourself be kind and uh be safe all right be kind be safe and know that jesus loves you god is with you 100 all right peace out god bless i see y'all tomorrow this is kathy brox for lutg radio wkkp digital broadcasting 102.4 fm